We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But Sean, it's college football back, baby. Week yeah. zero. And I, I wanna I wanna hit on this. Me and Brian talked a little bit about this. And and Vince actually on the show last night. We did a little bit of our season preview on the channel. And we we mentioned the Nebraska Northwestern game, which was in Dublin, um, which is in D- Dublin, Ireland, which is a pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool thing to see. But um so, Sean, I have a few takeaways from this game, and I would love to just hear yours. And we'll just go back and forth a little bit on this, man. I felt like nobody wanted to win this game, man. Like, I am just watching this game. I'm like, Pat Fitzgerald is playing super conservatively, right? Like, his quarterback, Ryan Halitsky, was actually playing a pretty good game, in really my good. opinion. Yes. And I, I even put on the Twitter, I'm like, man, like, can you let this guy loose a little bit? Like, just yeah. let him go. And it, it was third and ten. In field goal range, they decide to just run the ball and settle for a field goal. They do that twice in this yeah. game. Yeah. And I just felt like the whole game, Pat Fitzgerald was just playing not to lose, right? But luckily, or coaching not to lose, excuse me. But luckily for him is that Scott Frost, the coach for the for Nebraska, was playing was coaching to to lose, not not to lose, right? So he I mean, I I want Nebraska to be good again. I really do, because they when Nebraska's good, it's better for college football. For college football yeah. Man, that game was hard to watch for me, though, man. Because, I yeah. mean, kicking an onside kick when you're up 11 in that game, you had all the momentum, and then you just squander it. It was, for me, a, a little bit of a tough football game to watch. I would not lie about that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, 
the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It, it came across as kind of arrogant at the time, right? Almost like, you know what? Yeah, we're good. I told you. And we're going to make an even further statement. We're about to embarrass them. And it's like, it's just one of the dumbest things at the worst part of the game you can do. Like, why do anything that could possibly halt the momentum you just talked about that they had at that point in time? It just it was just bad coaching. Bad coaching. And you give Northwestern look, let me tell you this. Pat, no one is more excited than Pat Fitzgerald and his family. Because there was pressure being felt by Pat Fitzgerald at that program. And everybody thinks like, oh man, he can leave whenever he goes, doesn't matter what the record is. Uh, to a point. And that point or that intersection of, hey, we need to talk. <laughs> and Northwestern head coach, it was coming. It was coming. And he was given a lifeline and thrown a lifeline. And he took full advantage of it. And shout out to his players that had his back. Because when that moment happened, they seized control and they never let it go. And then, you know, to get the ball, really not convert and get points, but take four to five minutes off the clock, run the ball, get into Nebraska territory, pin them back, and then ultimately get the big stop. Uh, and it seemed like Casey Thompson. This is almost like somebody kidnapped him after that onside kick as well. First, so first two with- and a half quarters, man, I'm like, Casey looks good. And then the last yeah. one and a half, I'm like, oh, no, that's that's the old Casey Thompson. Like, oh, yeah, yeah we man. We saw that last year against Oklahoma, remember? Yes. He looked yep. really good early in the game. Yep. And then all of a sudden, Caleb Williams comes in and changes the momentum. And it's mm-hmm. almost like he froze in the moment. You know, so Scott Frost, I don't know what else to say. Um, yeah. It's it, it doesn't get John, any worse than that. <laughs> no, man. And it, it's it's tough because Scott Frost was a good fit, I thought, for Nebraska, right? Like he played at Nebraska, he won a lot at Nebraska, he did a great job at UCF, and for whatever reason, it's just not good enough at this level, no. you know. And there is some arrogance there. There is. Yeah. I, I see arrogance all the time, which is how he answers questions and how he coaches, and there's 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 a weird arrogance to him for a guy that was three and nine last year. And someone put it in the chat and was like He's living off of like, hey, three and nine, but like we were in every football game. Sure, Scott, but you lost nine games, brother. Yeah. Like it's, it's that's, the MLB that's all the worst mentality to have. Right. And and the, everyone was trying to convince 
you know, us this off season, it's like Nebraska got talent. I'm like, they do. I agree. And then it's like, oh, they're going to be better this year. Why? Because they lost a lot of football games very close last year. Okay, cool. Like you can go, you can have a couple of plays and you can get on the right side of a couple of those football games. Sure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you still have the same person that's making the process for you. Like what's changed? What's changed? Right. Nothing's changed. Why, why are they going to win those close games? You have the same, same person that's calling all the shots, right? So yeah, wasn't great, but I will give some shout outs. That running game for Northwestern was nice, man. Yeah. Evan Hall and, and uh, Cam Porter, Cam Porter coming back from an injury. They looked good. The left tackle, Sean. I don't know. Peter Skaronsky, who I think Notre Dame recruited a little bit. They he recruited is, him, yeah. He's a dog, man. He's he dog. is a dog. I didn't like I didn't like his run blocking last year. I thought he needed to improve his his uh power profile, but he yeah. was bullying dudes in this game, man. And he's already a really good pass protector. So that kid's a legit first round player, in my opinion, next year, as long as he continues to do what he needs to do. So yeah, the a couple of good things. Folks. O-line yeah. coach and defensive back coach at Northwestern, they have been stalwarts on the yes. path of Gerald. And, you know, you just look at the tree of the players that they've gotten to be Big Ten All-Americans and go on to the NFL. It speaks for – you wouldn't think that that would come from Northwestern, but they've been able to do it at those two positions. Yes. Yep. He – it, man – yeah, that's a good call because Cameron Mitchell's another kid that I wanted to mention real quick with the corner from Northwestern had that interception. Man, he's good. He's really good. I don't know. Like, so people are going to compare him to Greg Newsom that came out last year, right? Who was mm-hmm. great as a as a rookie for Cleveland. I don't think he's quite that guy, but man, he's a good football player. He's a really good player. So yeah. that's the game that we mostly want to talk about. Sean, there is another game that has some Notre Dame implications, though. And there's yeah. a couple storylines about this. North Carolina and Florida A&M game, which North Carolina ended up winning, obviously, right? Their, their, their quarterback, who was named the starter right before the season, he ended up throwing for five touchdowns. Off, Josh Downs, I thought, had a great football game in that one. Looked really good. Florida A&M before the game, though, Sean, they had 20 players that were named ineligible right before the game. And it was so bad that they were – it was like teetering whether they would have to – forfeit this game yeah. and for a second there it's like okay i don't think people quite understand the uh the background to this a little bit because if they would have i forget what the exact number was but if they would have had to forfeit that game they were forfeiting also over a million dollars right yeah. like that's what it is it's, for those it's, games, man. it's huge look it yeah. might not be huge to power five schools but to hbcus that yeah. might be a full year well, people always ask people. Well, Sean, we see these we see these lopsided games between these FCS and FBS teams all the time, yeah. right? And yeah. it's like, why are the FCS teams doing this? Because they get money for it. Yeah. Like, let's call yeah. it what it is, man. Yeah. That's important to them. They yeah. almost had to forfeit this game. They end up playing, but they're twenty guys down. I actually thought they played a pretty solid first half, considering yeah. they were down so many players. But man, just a, a, a I can't curse on this show, but it was it was a very uh very disorganized look for Florida A&M. I mean, they had some kids that I saw were academically ineligible. There was their best player. Isaiah land was ineligible because of some transfer regulations. He entered the portal, then came back out all this type of stuff. But the big implication for us is that we saw a little bit of North Carolina, right? And I have mixed feelings about what I saw. I do the, I mean, because again, they're playing an FCS opponent, but Florida A&M was down a lot of players, man. Yeah. Like it was a lot of players, and I didn't think they looked overly impressive. I thought the quarterback looked pretty good. 
They got Josh Downs, who's a great wide receiver. The running game was pretty solid, but nothing about North Carolina said very good to me. You know, like they just looked, they looked good, but unspectacular. Like yeah. that's how I, 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 I had mixed feelings about watching them play football this game. Yeah. I, and just to go back before I talk about North Carolina, you know, it is really a, a big problem when it comes to FCS schools, but particularly HBCU schools with, and I can talk about it with the experience I have with my daughter who had a, a school that was HBCU that was in her top three, you know, when she was ultimately making her decision. And one of the biggest things were for her was the runaround that we got, you know, with administrative things and when we had questions and paperwork. And, you know, that's something that she felt like she didn't want to have to deal with for four years. And it goes back to resources and staffing and not having, you know, most of these compliance offices have one person trying to handle all of these athletes. And like you said, transfers and making sure the paperwork is correct and filed properly. And with all of that, you know, some things, well, I can't say some things fall through the crack. That's a lot of players to fall through the crack you know, 2025 players. But unfortunately, that's that's the byproduct of lack, lack of funding and lack of resources and staffing. But to go to North Carolina, the quarterback, you know, I see why they chose him. I thought that they would yeah. go with the more mobile guy to make more of an impact in the uh, running game. Mm-hmm. Josh Downs is going to be a really good dude. I like a couple of young receivers, but they're still learning and still trying to be the um, – be part of that passing game for North Carolina. I was totally disappointed in Mac Brown. And for you, I don't know how you feel about this. I've never liked the whole co-coordinator thing. And they have co-coordinators defensively trying to put in a new system. And to me, it's always just two different thoughts or trying to mesh thoughts and you handle the run game and you too many voices. Yeah. It just it never works. And I understand that they had to move on. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just, I don't like, and they have players in my opinion. I know yes. you felt a little differently. They, they're they young, but I feel like yes. they have the players. I think Matt Brown has done they, a really good job recruiting. Yeah, well, th- this is what I would say about them. I agree with you. They do have players. I was just unenthused about watching the game overall because I felt like they, they let that Florida A&M quarterback, and shout out to him, man. I thought he had a pretty good game. Yeah, but they let him get really comfortable, and I think that they have a better defensive line than what they show. They have like the Miles Murphy kid, who I think is a pretty good defensive line on the defensive tackle. He's a bigger young man. Yeah. Tony Grimes at corner is a very talented player, although he hasn't really put it together yet. 
They, they have a lot of nice young running backs. I thought Drake may look good for his first game overall, yeah. the quarterback. And then Josh Downs is a stud. So, like, there is 100% talent. No yeah. argument there. Just for whatever reason, they just, I, just – and, again, it's an FCS opponent. We'll see what happens when they get into the ACC schedule and all that type of stuff. But they just didn't look enthused to play this football game, in my opinion. Like, it just, it yeah. just looked a little flat to me. I don't know. Yeah, I can agree with that. And maybe it was the story surrounding it, whether or not they're going to play – feeling like they weren't going to play and then finding out, okay, the game is still on. And then the weather situation and for the entire East coast, like up and down the East coast games were being like stopped and paused and delayed because of lightning and storm. So, you know, and it was a hard game to watch too, Brian, right? Because they shut down cameras, certain cameras that we're used to having in the game. So then we had the wide, far view. Oh, man. That drove me crazy, Sean. And changed the camera view in the video. Dude, I love I love because that's like the old 22 view, right? And I, yeah. I love it for watching film, but like I don't want right. to watch a broadcast game like that. Like that's just exactly. crazy. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I was like, I because man, I have glasses, right? So like I don't yeah. have great vision to start with. And I'm like, I can't see what's happening. It looks like a bunch of ants just running around. Like I, yeah. I need you ever see were you a Rocco Modern's modern life fan by any chance? Do you yeah. remember Rocco? Yeah. You remember the one where they went to a baseball game and they had like the seats up on the lights and like they were looking and they're like, it looks like ants playing down there. And then yeah. they zoomed in and it actually was ants well, playing man, down there. Man. Like, that's how I felt, man. Yeah. That's how I felt. Absolutely. It was terrible. terrible. I know how I felt. Yeah. Because I immediately text Brian and was like, Mac has some work to do before he faces Notre Dame. <laughs> like, they better, they better sure things up yeah. because they're going to be forced to have to be physical. Yes. Against Notre Dame. And if they come out lackluster like this in that area, it's going to be a, it's going to be a long day. It's going yeah. to be a long yeah. day. Because North Carolina, to your point, they have athletes to match up with Notre Dame. They have good athletes. Yeah. But it was the I think that's what it was. It was the lack of physicality. Like I didn't see a ton of pressure on that quarterback. No. The offensive line did okay, I guess, because like the running game was pretty solid. But like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But either way, we're going to transition to our mailbag. So that's going to do it for this section of the Irish breakdown podcast. Do not go anywhere though, folks, because you should like share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. If you're not signed up for the Irish breakdown message, where you should go to boards.irishbreakdown.com. We already have 13 questions starred for the mailbag section of this podcast. If you are listening, please throw your questions in now. We'll continue to star these guys. But with that being said, Sean Davis, we are going to get in to the mailbag portion of this podcast. (laughs) 